Hey everybody, welcome back to Sap and Chats. On this episode, ladies and gentlemen, beside me, I have one of the premier lady wrestlers going today. Ladies and gentlemen, Rhea Von Slasher is on the show. We're going to talk about her career. We're going to talk about everything that's been going down and some stuff that's coming up. So guys, strap in and thank you for letting us into your ears. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another special episode of Sap and Chats. I'm your host, Bobby Sampson. Unfortunately, Mr. Chance Michaels was held back. Uh, he's with us in spirit. But guess who I have here, guys? I have none other than Rhea Von Slasher in the house. Rhea, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Awesome, <laughs> not, awesome. Not very, not very good at these, so let's roll. <laughs> yeah, no, no. You know what? Just relax. Enjoy the process and everything will be just all right. I promise you. You have now entered the world of Sap and Chance, one of the premier wrestling boxing podcasts going today. So you're in the right place. Absolutely. Rhea, first <laughs> off, thank you so much for taking out the time of uh, taking out the time to do this with us today. I know you have a very busy schedule. And uh, so first and foremost, thank you for that. It's an honor and privilege to have you on the show with us. I guess the first thing I want to ask you, though, and I guess it's a question that everyone always asks first, and I'm kind of curious about your answer because of how you started your career. How did you become a wrestling fan, Rio? Um, well, when I was really little, I made fun of it. So it's always kind of funny to find myself here for 20 years. But uh, uh, literally, I was just flipping through channels, and Jeff Hardy was on TV and the jumping off things. And I thought that was cool. And then I wanted to jump off things. So uh i went to high school with some guys that they talked about their their older brother was in a school in prince george and i was like well, it was weird there was a school here but i am very i'm very tunnel vision when i want something and i set my mind to it i'm gonna go do it so i nagged my mom into coming and checking out this school mm -hmm. and uh yeah eventually she uh, signed papers and let me do it but they agreed I had to be 14 so the day after my 14th birthday I had my first class <laughs> and that is why I was really curious to understand what drove you you know to to become a wrestler and there you go I was just I I, I saw that stat and I said oh you joined wrestling school at 14 oh my gosh you must have had an amazing experience but Jeff Hardy was the one for you huh Jeff Hardy was the one for me, but I always wanted, like, I love combat sports. Right. I've always been that kid that got in trouble for not knowing their own strength. Like, mm -hmm. fighting fighting appeals to me. I, I don't know why. Right. Uh, so I wanted to box uh, just because the physicality and, you know, how boxers were in great shape. And when I was a kid, I wasn't. Uh, and my mom wouldn't let me do it because she didn't want my nose broken. And she's like, no, you get all messed up. And so wrestling was the lesser of two evils for her, I guess. Okay. Because okay. It's, it's fake, right? Well, that's what they tell us, but I don't know, <laughs> you know? Um, I, 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 I'll be honest. I say this to everybody that, that says that to me. Yeah, it's scripted. We know what we're watching, okay? I mean, mm -hmm. unless you're a little kid and you're in the closet still and you haven't been smartened up, 90% of the people who tune in on Mondays and Fridays and Thursdays and Sundays and Saturdays, you name it, they know what it is. But 
to be honest, Ria, honestly, the the spots and and you know the, the that mat isn't forgiving, right? No, it's not, and neither is the floor. So, sorry, my dog is being a turd. He no was worries. all quiet. We start recording, and he's wiling out. That's all um, good. He wants to be a part of the show too. We get it. Um, yeah, no, accidents happen. I get my nose broken quite a bit. It's oh, funny because wow. that was the concern, but uh, it gets fractured all the time. Like the mat's not forgiving. I've actually gotten a really bad concussion and broke my orbital bone, um, falling into the bottom rope. Oh my. So, so, so it's like, even the ropes can do damage. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. So you made your debut in 2003. You had, I, I guess I, I, I didn't find too much there, but I just saw that your debut was 2003. Uh, you debuted as Pyro. Um, well, talk to us about that. How did you come up with your first name? Okay. So I didn't have a lot of self-confidence when I was younger. I was a very large child. Um, and, uh, I really didn't even want anyone to know I was a girl when I first started. We even made this elastic band that like held my chest down. Uh, That didn't last very long. (laughs) um, Yeah. So I wanted, I wanted something that I could hide behind. So Pyro was a mask wrestler and uh, you know, the whitest luchador you'll ever see. (laughs) But yeah, I don't know. I just, I really liked fire when I was a kid. So pyro, there was a lot of names suggested to me. Like someone wanted me to be mistreated, mistreated, like mistreated. I thought that was, even as a 14 year old, I thought that was dumb. (laughs) It's kind of like Kara rising, right? Yeah. I'll give her more credit because at least like, is tailorizing or are you talking you're talking about you're talking about uh paul levesque exactly you're, Triple H. You're, yeah, yeah, yeah. i thought you were talking about tailorizing I'm like, no, no, no. no 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 good old yeah, yeah. triple h yeah well fair enough yeah <laughs> still dumb so yeah, fair enough fair play fair play so yeah so you, you started off as pyro when did the Riavon slasher name take hold and uh how long have i i guess for majority of your career, you you use that now, right? So Rhea was born in like 2012. So okay. basically, as as I wrestled as Pyro, and you know, the older I got, and the, the the more I went on the road, you build confidence, you get used to being in front of a crowd. You right. know, I had really great facial expressions. Like I'm very, my face is very telling a lot of the time. Um, so, you know, people are like, oh, lose the mask because your facial expressions sell it so much better. Right. And then it just, you know, and then, um, someone told me that, you know, you're a lot more intimidating and interesting as a real person, like day to day, like this pyro character is not, there's nothing to it and it's not authentic. So you should consider working yourself into your gimmick more. So, I mean, I was a goth kid. I, uh, you know, <laughs> big baggy clothes and fishnet. I mean, I love Jeff Hardy. That says it all. So I just really wanted Rhea to be gritty and, you know, the darker side of things because that's how I dressed as my teenage angst and stuff, right? Right, right. So, right. But uh, Rhea is actually spelt messed up because those are my initials. Uh-huh. 
So, so, and then someone, you know, cremator put the Von Slasher on it. I never wanted the Von Slasher part, but now that I've spent so much time with it and building it up, I'm like, well, that's what people know me as now. <laughs> right, right, right. Actually, I wanted to ask you about that. I'm curious because I asked Kat the same question as well. Within the independent scene here locally, anyways, I know that we have Kat Von Hees, we have Rhea Von Slasher. And yeah. then I believe there's also Christina Von Airy. Christina Von Airy is more American based, but I will give Christina the Von first. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think it was me and Kat. Okay. Cat came, okay. came, came at the end. But yeah, I, hey, uh, and the Von Slasher was not something that I Okay. okay. It was so I, I was a always... I was in. Right. So let's talk about that group. You were part of a little faction as well, a little there with uh, Cremator and Rigor Von Slasher as well. Yeah. What was that group like? Um, I don't know, just a bunch of shitheads. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. Uh, I mean, there's no secret. Um, I was married to Cremator. Okay. So, so. It, that's how I ended up in the group was we tagged a lot because sure. well obviously we traveled a lot you know mm-hmm. um you know you book one of us the other one's probably around so Package it was deal. convenient yeah, yeah convenience factor and then rigor was uh you know he used to be cremator's best friend so just kind of okay. traveling squad right on I uh, I mean I'm not a big fan of being in a tag team so. okay. okay okay so i was always trying to break out <laughs> i got you i got you uh let's talk about some of your in-ring experience and things that you've accomplished in the ring uh, tell us about like where did you finally figure it out like i mean we like to talk psychology on our show as well i think that's a huge part of this great sport that we love wrestling i mean in essence it's a story through moves and facial expressions when did the psychology piece of it like learning the moves and running the ropes is one thing but that that psychology piece of it all like when did it finally hit you that oh okay i get it or are you still figuring it out well i mean i think we're always still figuring it out we're always still evolving like training never really stops but um i i think like yeah because i started so young I have a lot of road experience, right? but honestly, looking back, I was such a kid and I didn't like, I was just doing moves for the sake of doing moves. And also looking back, I'm like, God, I used to do a lot of moves, (laughs) (laughs) but I mean, it wasn't until like probably around 18 or so. I was like, wow, I've been working way too hard. Right. I've been making everything so much more complicated than it needs to be. Right. So, I mean, it wasn't until, you know, I was a little bit more mature that I could understand the psychology of the story. Yeah. And, you know, the, the narrative we want to tell. Yeah. You know, you get more life experiences. I, I mean, psychology kind of plays into manipulating people. And, you know, yeah. <laughs> the older no. you get, the better you can. No, 100%. Now, do you find that, you know, and, and I've never had the opportunity, well, I've had the opportunity, but it's never crossed my mind till right now to ask this question. Do you find that throughout your career, as you've gotten older now, the psychology comes easier and your your repertoire moves are lessened now? Like you're not doing half the things that you're doing anymore? Um, I think it depends what role I'm expected to play. Like, 
if I am the big hero baby face, well, yeah, I am going to do my flashier stuff. Sure. If I'm like, if I'm the heel and I'm against someone half my size, well, why am I going to do much of anything? Everything I do to them is going to be impactful. You know, if, if I'm going to do 101 things and they kick out, what do I look like? Well, then you need uh, what a thousand and one holds in, right? Like, didn't know <laughs> right? So, I definitely do less now, and a lot of a lot of what I choose is more calculated, got less it, got reckless, it. right? Less reckless. There you go. So that's what I was kind of looking for. I guess the other, the second part to that question is this: then, being an independent wrestler, uh, going on twenty years now. Congratulations. Um, how hard is that story to convey? on an independent scene opposed to like the bigger organizations like after this we're going to tune into monday night raw and we can follow our storylines etc etc we're like are the stories on the independent scene shorter or for that moment or how how do you guys build off of that because they're not you know continuous shows and so it depends on the company like i work for thrash a lot of the time now and they have great turnaround on putting up, you know, the storyline points okay. that they need everyone to see to play out. Or, you know, every show is uploaded in pretty decent time. So I know that they have a pretty big um, fan base that follows them online. Never okay, mind, good. like, if they can't, because they cover different towns. Yeah. Whereas VIPW, yes, they run multiple towns, but storylines stick to the town. Okay. So because because it's not fair. Oh, tomorrow night in this town, right? None of right. you guys can see this. Yeah, we're yeah. gonna have the blow off. Okay. You know. So I think depending on the company, but I also will say that most of my career, I didn't get a storyline. You know, I was just cold matches. Okay, here's another one. You win, I win. Cool. Okay. Um. So. It depends on the company, especially when you're traveling around a lot. Like, no one's going to give you a storyline if you're there for, you know, one show. Right. No, okay, fair play, fair play. I was just kind of curious on how that kind of played out. So you probably worked with a lot more cold matches with, with new partners a lot more than than the average person does. So how does that play out? Like, I mean, I know chemistry is a big part of everything. So, you know, how often, like, do you work through matches with a new opponent? Or are you so Are you confident at your level now? after 20 years that you don't need that much prep with your opponent? Um, well, it's funny. Cause I did a, I did a tour for CWE recently and my opponent was Tessa Blanchard. Oh, wow. And, uh, talk to me she, about uh, that. <laughs> so the first night she was supposed to fly in, we were main event. Well, her flights got delayed. Oh no. So so you know they're pushing the show back and the boys that are on the show are making their matches run as long as they possibly can and like there was one guy that had two matches that were 20 minutes each. Wow. One before intermission and one after just to draw this out. And the sponsor said they didn't care what time Tessa was wrestling tonight. So by the time Tessa got to the building uh like they had no more matches to run through literally my music's about to hit then tessa comes busting through the back all geared up and it was like the hopes like it was the run-in of the century like i was she should have just came through the front door at that point but we didn't get a chance 
to talk. We didn't get a chance to get in the ring. We didn't get a chance to do anything. The first night I wrestled Tessa Blanchard was essentially all on the fly. Wow. Um, so after uh, after that, I, you know, do the job and I don't I mean, cave and all that, but <laughs> I, yeah, I yeah, go yeah, into yeah. the back. I go into the back, and she's got to go do autographs and stuff. So I, we just had this match. Never met her before in my life. I'm sitting in the back, and I was like, "Oh, I wonder. Wonder if I did okay. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder if I did okay." So you know, it was probably 30, 40 minutes of her going and being people uh, with fans and stuff, and then she comes in the back and she goes. Girl, you're pretty damn good. <laughs> oh awesome. Like, awesome. Awesome. You know, like, that's awesome. So I mean that's good for the ego right there right. itself that like right. one of what someone of her caliber gotcha. essentially signed off on me. Gotcha. Um I do travel a lot a lot of times I feel companies will bring me in to help their lesser experienced. Um so I, a lot of times, am, am more reassuring to other people that everything will be right. fine than worried. Like, there's there's not, like, I mean, everyone kind of gets nervous, but there's not a lot of matches anymore that I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, yeah. my God. Like, I'm like, so is it, okay, is it safe let's, to, go, let's go do it. Is it, <laughs> is it safe to say, is it fair to say that I can say you're, like, a female mechanic now? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I will never put myself over that much. But right. Okay. Uh, we'll sure. put you over. I we'll can put hang. You over. I can hang. Yeah. So <laughs> let's talk about Tessa a little bit here, only because you mentioned her. Now, this is a girl that kind of, I don't know. I, I feel like, you know, unfortunately, with some of the things that she's had to go through outside of the ring and personally, you know, she she's kind of blackballed a little bit now, a little bit. Was that fair to say? Um, I'm not going to comment other anything other than um, people need to remember Tessa's still so young. Yeah, like she's what just twenty, just twenty eight now. She's right, essentially right. grown up in the limelight, exactly. like on the on on the wrestling scene. You know, most of us got to do our silly life choices when we were younger, and they weren't sure. being watched. Yeah, yeah. Well, I Tessa mean... is very good at her craft, and also that leads to people wanting to see you go down. And that's just the nature of uh, the world. Yeah. So, so do I? Do I know anything about you know her being blackballed and stuff? All I can go by is my personal experiences. And that's her. what. I'm, and that's what um, we're looking. She for. was always she. She was awesome to travel with. She was fun. Like. Awesome. There was matches where where we would straight up just be giggling. <laughs> we were like, ah, nah, nah. that's awesome. You know? Yeah, so, no, um, I had a great experience. Awesome, and that's what we're looking for. That's what we want. Like you know, we want to be able to show the other side of things because if pe the narrative on most people is based on one or two things, and people just feed off of that. So if I can find someone who's been with that individual in question, so to speak, and we can get some good positive vibes out for them, man, that's all we are. That's what we do here at Samp and Chance. We're about positivity. We don't like to focus on the negatives. So that that's what kind of makes us work so well. So speaking about positives, Rhea, you are being honored in about a week or a couple of weeks here at the Cauliflower Alley, the, the, sorry, pardon me, the Cauliflower Alley Club, uh, their annual gala happening this August. Um, Wow, congratulations. Thank you. It's 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 pretty surreal. 
It is it surreal. Is. It's amazing. Good yeah. for you. No, soak it in. Can you share with us what the award is for and how did it come about? Oh, that, that might give me some issues. <laughs> well, um, tell us what you can. Okay, so basically someone had nominated me for, I believe, the Women's Award. Awesome. And because um, I only... I have never worked for a major company. Uh, right. They did, and because I have a real job outside of wrestling, they felt right. there, there was feelings that maybe I didn't deserve. So um, it went to the board, I guess, and they decided out of all of this that they're going to create a new award entirely going forward in the CACs. And I will be the first recipient, and that is the Independent Wrestler Award. That's so, amazing. Awesome. I, I will be the first recipient of that. Um, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm so taken back because, I don't know, everyone kind of seems to, you know, be big on themselves. I don't feel like I deserve this, but I've been, I, I mean, I guess someone out there thinks I do, so I'll just be humble and Maria, I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that do believe, you know, that you deserve this. We believe you deserve this. Um, you know, uh, off air, we were talking and I've actually watched you work live and, you know, it was fun to watch you guys go at it. It was just amazing. Um, I find that, you know, in today's wrestling as well. And I'd like to talk to you about this because you've been at this for such a long time at a time where bra and panty matches were, you know, the main, the main uh, course for, for, the show for the ladies at a time, you know what I mean? And, mm -hmm. and to see the evolution and to see where the girls are now today, um, you played a role in all of that as well, you know, independent scene or not, like, you know, you hats off to you lady, honestly. Um, but tell us about that, like watching, you know, watching the girls side of the program grow and become what it is today. Um, well, how do you feel? Because you were taking some uh, yeah. ass bumps in 2003. These girls yeah. were taking serious bumps in the last fucking seven years. Uh, I was kind of always told I wrestled like a man. And to be honest, it's actually gotten me in trouble a, a bit. Um, so, yeah, when I was a kid, it was bra It was the Attitude Era. And don't get me wrong. The Attitude Era was so cool. We got some great, you know, some great memories out of it. But women's wrestling was a joke. It was a joke. It was disgraceful, you know, and it wasn't until like the leaders and, and, and even, you know, Victoria, Victoria was a big one for me, like right. that chick, she was athletic and she could do stuff. So it was like when those yeah. girls started coming around, things started to change a little bit. Like, yeah, they still did their photo shoots, but whatever, they were still athletes too, you know? Um, but most of my career I have wrestled men and it was just cause there was no women around. And, uh, you know, I always, the thing is, I am not a small girl. I'm as big as a lot of the guys are. So, you know, I, I will take pride in breaking down the stereotype that women can't hang with men, but uh, watching it grow over time, I mean, it's cool, but it was going to, like, it needed to happen. It needed to happen because... <sighs> If you want to see bra and panties matches, you know, go to a strip club, you know. Right, right. No, no. I mean, that, that's where you that's I'm not where saying you... there's not I'm not saying there's not a place for it to no. do what you gotta do, but but 
when we're willing to take bumps and get in the ring and, you know, take our lickings, we deserve to be respected in a sense that like, okay, this is a serious competition as opposed to <laughs> take each other's clothes off. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I get it. I mean, it was a part of the whole thing, right? I mean, for me, yeah. it, it was Moolah and like, like Connie Kai and Wendy Richter and stuff like that. That That's what started it all, right? For yeah. us anyways, as little and kids. Those are good workers. And they were yeah. good workers, right? But they never got their time or or they never got their, the proper time to really develop or grow, right? And then yeah. I guess one could argue when Alundra came onto the scene, oh, okay, look at this. Here we go. She's driving a monster truck. She's this and that. Yeah. But then that fizzled really fast when she dumped it title in the garbage can on wcw well that's and that's the thing is i didn't watch a lot of wcw right so i i didn't like i didn't know who medusa was until right. i was older but yes she was also badass right, right. and i also <laughs> get the sense that they kind of pulled the plug on any kind of momentum they had in the fed at that time because of what she did on that side you know it just almost feels yeah. like i i personally think that that was the point that they could have started something really, really cool and be at the head of everything. But I think that incident changed all their direction and really put the thumb back down on the girls again until Lita and Trish Monday night raw first time ever. And then, you know, even from that, it took a little while for it to kind of get to where we are. I mean, I guess we have to kind of look at Paige and, and you know, Soraya, I guess, and, and things like that to kind of see, I guess the world yeah. was changing a lot at that time too, though. And that that really played a role. So, I mean, I'm happy for it. Don't get me wrong. I think some of the better matches we're getting week to week are coming from the girls now, honestly. I, I feel like to this day still, I feel like I have something to prove just the fact that I am a woman. You know what I mean? Right. Um, like, for instance, growing up wrestling guys well these poor guys are in this ring with this 14 year old 15 year old girl at the beginning they don't want to hit me so we'd have matches and the guy that trained me would tell me you know they don't want to hit you it looks bad hit them a few times and they'll change their tune so that i developed my snugness at a very young age uh and i never got rid of it but I feel like I still feel like to this day, if the women don't hit harder than the men, we're going to be taken back a couple tags. You know what I mean? Like I've had dudes tell me I hit them harder than any other person on the roster. You know, like I've straight up told dudes, if you don't hit me like it counts, that's disrespectful to me. So, so like, yes, women can be more athletic, but also I want to hit like a brick house all the time. <laughs> Well, you know, I think I think that I belong here. <laughs> I, I, I think there's a lot of girls in the world of boxing who are who would listen to this would be thank God she didn't go into boxing. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But the evolution I, I mean, across the board. No, absolutely. But you know, the evolution across the board of women's sports is just, you know, it's it's mind blowing. Maybe not so much in team sports and stuff like that. I I I don't follow it that way too much, but in tom in terms of combat sports. The, the roads that have been made in boxing, the roads that have been made in wrestling, the roads that have been made in MMA, um, just absolutely phenomenal. And more so, you know, in boxing and wrestling per se, you know, it's just kind of, 
I'm just watching all this stuff like amazed, like Katie Taylor and, and Amanda Serrano and, and Alicia Baumgartner, just some of the names that 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 just are, are amazing to watch, you know, in, in, in boxing today. I look at you, I look at a fellow Rhea Ripley, uh, you know, yeah. her, her, her and Charlotte, I'll be honest, man, like, in my opinion, that was probably one of the best, if not the best fight of night one of WrestleMania. Yeah, I, uh, I, I said I, it for I myself. Have I uber respect for both of them. Like, yeah. God damn, God damn. Right. But that match, I mean, you want to talk about snug? Holy shit. That like, wow. That match set the night <laughs> off, man. Like I get it. You know what? Kevin Owens and all that stuff. And the crowd was loud, but <laughs> match for match, pound for pound. That was the highlight of the night, in my opinion, just especially just the spots and just those girls worked hard, man. They really worked hard. Because they still feel like they have point to prove. <laughs> Regardless of the I fact mean, or not, I mean, it's WrestleMania, right? The biggest stage of the year, the biggest crowd. Yeah. Of the year, right? but... I will say though, I mean, not even gender specific. Yeah. Uh, a lot of, a lot of kids that I like talk to like greener people that I talk to these days. There, you know, some people feel like, oh, at this spot in the show, you should hold it to this level, you know, match, you know, don't don't go too hard in this match so that the other match doesn't have to go as hard. I always want to steal the show. I always want to have a match of the night. I don't care if I'm match one, two, or the last match of the night. I'm going to make people remember me. So I think a lot of wrestlers have that mentality as well, like. Well, no, absolutely. Yeah. You got to be on top of the craft. I get it. And anyone <laughs> who tells you to kind of slow it down is is obviously very scared of their own spot. So I'm. I'll say that. Yeah, <laughs> that's just my thing. <laughs> uh, you know, like I mean, if anyone's willing to come backstage and say, "Hey, uh, can you tone it down a bit? I'm going on after you." What no. <laughs> you know? Follow just, that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just for that, I'm going to make it even harder for you now, pal. Um, Rhea, a quick, just out of curiosity, did you ever have any tryouts with any of the major promotions? Did you ever even try to go down that path? What? So I have done some extra work with uh, WWE a couple times. Sure. And if you if you do that, they will let you have a tryout match if there's time. You know, if there's ring time. So I have had a tryout match. It did not go well. Um, the girl. I was against uh, forgot something as simple as as a as a waist lock, and my this is, to lead piece. This is a roster I, girl. No, she, no, 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 no. It was another extra. Oh, another extra. okay, okay. No, no, they don't let us They don't let us wrestle the name. I don't no, know. No. This is why we're asking. No, you. This is a, so they bring you in just in case they need like. No, you know, I get that piece. Conga lines, yeah. right? Yeah. So whoever else is in the group, that's who you wrestle, and you got five oh, okay. minutes. Oh, you did five a conga line. Go in there. Yeah, I've done a couple conga lines now, but yeah, you got five minutes. Go out there, and so you you know you plan your stuff or whatever, and and she forgot a simple waist lock, and oh. I was pretty frustrated. So I decided I didn't trust her to remember any of the match, and it just turned into me leading her, okay, instead of showing what I'm capable of. Showing, yeah, and um, but to be honest, I don't I don't think they want me, so it's okay. <laughs> well, I don't see why they wouldn't. I mean. 
I, 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 I'm too old for this now. <laughs> Age is nothing but a number. I mean, there is one company that I would like to do, you know, at least a spot on. Um, I just never sent in anything. I, uh, I'm nervous of rejection, which is the worst thing you can be. But, you know, I, yeah, no, I think you should, Rhea. Honestly, I think, look at it this way. I mean, Wayne Gretzky, um, Michael Jordan pretty much said the same thing in different ways. If you don't take that shot or shoot that puck, you don't know, right? You got to take the shot in order to make it happen. So, I mean, if whatever it takes, man, send it out. Let's do it. I I mean, what's the worst thing? A face that you'll never see says no to you. Well, I mean, a wrestling. Hey, hey, no harm, no foul, right? (laughs) Yeah. But uh, I will admit I am the worst advocate for myself, like, as far as uh, reaching out for bookings or anything, like, Usually if I've sent my stuff in somewhere, it's someone's like, hey, here's this email. Send your stuff there. Right. So, <laughs> I, uh, I'm i a terrible advocate. Hey, no worries about that. Now you're with us. It's Amp and Chance. We'll <laughs> promote you. We'll work with you. We'll do whatever we can to get the name out there. I mean, your name's already out there. But yeah, no, this has been phenomenal. Um, far and wide. Yeah, I know, 100%. So, Rhea, I guess we'll wrap this up here. I just wanted to say thank you again so much for, for coming on to the show, for taking out the time. Um, when will you be in Vegas for your award? So, uh, the CACs, I believe, start on the 28th to the 30th. So, okay. um, I believe it is... During the long the weekend. Tw- the 29th... No, uh, no... Uh, it's before that because oh, okay. it's during it's during the week so oh so, I let, think it's either, so next week yeah it's literally either the 28th or 29th maybe okay. the 30th literally oh. it'll be one of those days oh, okay. i know it'll be one of those days and i'll be there. you know what we'll find out <laughs> and we'll make sure we get that all that in there um are there any highlights or anything that stand out in your career of 20 years that you would love to share with us are there any moments uh you're a multiple time world champion as well in different organizations uh, <laughs> world champion well yeah absolutely (laughs) every organization has their own world champion so i will say that there is a specific thing i am proud of um when i first started working for a company uh they they actually debooked me off of a show because they couldn't find a woman for me to fight and this was i swear this was like 2016 and the booker was one of my friends Oh. And I never, like, never, never let up about this. Like, he seriously debooked me from a show because there was no girls. Uh, so one show, he finally put me against him. Um, and, and then, and then I could see him booking more random girl guy matches with no storyline. And eventually, I finally did win. I think I was the first woman. In his company, in it used to be PWA. Now it's three six five. I was the first woman in PWA history to hold a men's single championship. I won his hardcore belt. Um, and when he posted it, he said, "You know, uh, this girl's really changed my perspective on men versus women." And and, and going forward, now he books, you know, men versus women all the time. He he works women all the time. Awesome. Um, but it, I was very proud that, like, I made a difference in at least one company for all the girls in the future. Like, 
that was cool like nice. when you can see the change specifically like that means something awesome awesome so, actually before that i let you go the vader bomb how did you decide that to be your finisher it's not my finisher anymore oh it's not okay <laughs> so what is your finisher i have now? multiples uh i've been doing the um it's it's not a sunset bomb, but if I'm standing on the top rope, you come, I flip over you, I run out and sit out power bomb. Uh, the Vader bomb was just something that you know. Hey, I want to do this. Hey, yeah. it's pretty cool, you know. But uh, it it's usually been some form of power bomb, but it'll also depend on who I'm facing. Like right. I can't flip everyone up. You no, know? no, no, fair play, fair play, fair play. <laughs> awesome. So, no, awesome. Thank you so much, Ria. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, it's been a pleasure and an honor to have you on the show. But before I let you go, and this is something that Chance likes to do, so I'm gonna pretend to be Chance right now, and we're gonna play the name game. I'm gonna oh. throw, I'm gonna throw five names at you, okay. and just your instant reaction to them. Okay. Okay. China. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my my reaction. I you gotta respect what she did. I don't like hearing the stories that she could dish it out, but couldn't take it. That's the one thing I don't like, but, okay. but damn. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Beth Phoenix. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Okay. Amazing. Amazing. Definitely had a positive input on the business for women. Right. Um, someone you might know, Natalia. <laughs> I was supposed to be able to train with her and I didn't get the opportunity. Oh. Uh, yes. Yes. That, that girl is a legacy and probably better worker than most, most people out there. <laughs> right into her. Damn it. There you go. Trish Stratus. Okay. I'll respect what she did. I was, I ever a big, big fan. No. Okay. And finally, Charlotte Flair. Damn gymnast. <laughs> uh, respect, but jealous of her abilities to flip and stuff. Wait, hey, you, you move pretty well yourself in there. I, I mean, I saw you flip. <laughs> I'm like, oh, wow, that's amazing. <laughs> right? I saw that live firsthand. Amazing. Yeah. All right, Ria, I tell you what, man. Thank uh, madam. Thank you so much for coming on to the program tonight. Um sorry, so talking to dudes all the time, man, just slips out. Um it's okay. I call you bro all the time too. <laughs> awesome. All right, sister. Thank you so much for coming on to the show and taking out the time of your schedule. Uh best of luck to you on upcoming matches. And uh please take videos and take pictures and we'd love to post all that up on our website and uh, maybe we can have you back on after you receive the award and let's talk about that experience and if you look inside your yes, program yes. when you're there you will find that yeah. we are sponsoring one of the pages Woo! that's awesome Thanks, so guys. if you could do me an honor privilege last year I couldn't get a copy of that um, the, the program would yeah. you be able to snag me a copy yeah, I'll steal your copy. For and sure. then I will come to Vancouver Island and catch you in one of your shows down there and come and grab it. Sounds like a plan, man. Sounds awesome. Like plan. Have a great evening. Be blessed. And, and thank you so much for everything you do. 
And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, Sap and Chance are out in the words of Ed Will. And in the meantime and in between time, that's it for Sap and Chance. Everybody have a great night and a safe rest of your week. 